You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode 13 of Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Christy Milgate. Christy is our first beauty boss entrepreneur to be featured on our show, meaning she doesn't have her own beauty business, but has moved up the corporate ladder of one of the world's largest known skincare companies into the position of general manager of Dermalogica Australia. I have such a close connection with Christy after working with her for five years. Our babies are two months apart and I'm super grateful that as busy as she is, she's always got time for a good chat. I absolutely loved my job as a business consultant with Dermalogica and if anyone is looking to go into a role like that, it's very rewarding, especially when you align with a supportive company. I class Christy as one of my mentors and thank her for every opportunity she put in front of me. It's funny because listening back to the initial recording, we had a chat at the beginning and I said how much fun I was having and that 350 people had listened so far. Well, we have just clocked 2.4 thousand downloads of this podcast. Can I get a whoop whoop? That's why it's so important to track your goals and celebrate your small wins. Now, last weekend was Beauty Expo Australia based in Sydney and the beauty industry buzz was in the air. We had our very first Beauty Boss brunch on the Sunday and I was honoured to be awarded a Marketing Excellence Award from Professional Beauty Solutions at their third annual gala dinner on the Saturday night. The Sunday evening was very special. That was the Australian Beauty Industry Awards, known to be the Oscars for our industry. This year, Dermalogica became a major sponsor, recognising not only business owners, but also the beauty therapists. They decided to sponsor Beauty Therapist of the Year as they felt this was where the founder, Jane Werwin, would have chosen to put her energy. Looking back at 1983, with the launch of the International Dermal Institute, her vision was to uplift the skills of the professional skin therapists in our industry. So with that being said, let's welcome Christy to hear her inspiring beauty boss journey. Christy, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So Christy and I go way back to 2012 when I first started working at Dermalogica as a business consultant. And although Christy was based as a state sales manager looking after her New South Wales team, we just had a really, really good connection. Um, We had a few changes in the Queensland team here. So she got to come and visit us quite a lot. And I can honestly say that When we're talking about leaders and beauty bosses in our industry, Christy is a true testament to the meaning. And, you know, I always, when you came to visit, I felt 
so encouraged by you. You always lifted me up when I was either having a bad day or needed some inspiring words to help me become a better business consultant. And, you know, even though you've moved up from state sales manager now into general manager of Dermalogica, it's absolutely incredible. You have still been, basically, I feel like you're still on the same level as you know, when, when we ever saw each other, you'd always bring yourself down to that girl that used to be on the road as well. So you were super relational to what I was going through in my day. So, you know, I learned so much from you in my five years working with Dermalogica. And I just wanted to get you on here today because I truly appreciate who you are as a person. And even though you don't own your own beauty salon or have your own beauty business as such, you're an entrepreneurial beauty boss in my eyes. And I feel like what you'll probably have to share today will be super inspiring to the listeners. So I very much appreciate your time. And I want to get you to kick off the show with what your definition of a hashtag beauty boss is to you. Thanks, Angela. It's hard to believe that it was 2012 that we first met. <laughs> it seems like I know. Okay. <laughs> um, I am excited to be here today, and I guess hashtag my definition of a beauty boss. I really kind of think of um, it's sort of a boss or someone in um, in our industry is someone there to inspire and to lead others to be the best that they can be so it's not about um, you know not really about yourself and I guess that's where you say how I've always sort of no matter what I do and where I end up I always bring myself to the person that I'm with at the time and I really do think it's all about that it's to be the best boss you can be is to help to encourage your staff members and your team members to be the best that they can be so I guess that's my definition of a of a beauty boss love it absolutely love it so we'll start from the very very beginning sharing your story what led you to choose beauty the beauty industry as your career path and then you can talk about um, what led you into Dermalogica and I want to hear about all where you are today because it's been uh, nearly two years since I've worked for the company and as much as we've stayed in touch it'll be just really great to hear um, where you're at now. Sure well it's a it's quite a long story and it started around probably it was actually started a lot longer than 20 years ago when I entered the industry. Um, it started, my inspiration was as a young child. Um, you wouldn't have thought my mother is not the typical um, mother of the child that is in the beauty industry. She's very much, uh, I would say, an eccentric, a hippie. Um, but my auntie, actually her best friend was in the hairdressing industry. And I really loved watching her um, I guess it started when my auntie got married and I was only nine years of age and watching her sort of improve the look and I guess em emphasize the and enhance the the natural features of the people within the bridal party and helping them feel the best that they um, could be that day in that wedding and it just really showed me I guess that that industry was about helping people feel good about themselves um, so it was something I wanted to start out in as a career path for myself and that's when I started as hairdressing. Um, in my hairdressing journey in the first year of my um, career I actually become um, 
I guess you could say, hit with dermatitis, a really bad um, dermatitis, and I had to give up my hairdressing. And that was devastating for me because it was all I'd wanted to be since I was nine years old. So I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do with, my, with myself and where I was going to take my career. And it was my mother that actually walked me past Papillon Beauty um, Salon or Beauty School, I should say, in Tasmania all those years ago. And um, I went in for an interview and I was successful to um, be accepted into the college to be a student there. Um, and that's where I started my diploma of beauty therapy. And it was actually there that I was introduced to the brand Dermalogica because they still today actually current, um, stock the brand Dermalogica and offer it as a part of the training module for their students. Um, and I started in my career in beauty um, and I moved on to work. My, my first position was in a hair and beauty salon um, and it was very different back in the day. They're actually a client of ours today, CAJ Hair and Beauty Salon in um, Moona in Tasmania, down Hobart End. And there I sort of built my career and built my love and my passion for the industry. I also built a bit of a passion for nails when I was working um, for Carol at CAJ Hair and Beauty Studio. And I became a, an educator at the time for um, what was Calgel Nail Systems and Creative Nail Design. And I continued my career as an educator then, also working for a distribution centre. So I moved into working for Tasmanian Beauty Supply, where I was educating therapists in the industry to become nail technicians and also distributing um, just beauty supply products throughout um, Tasmania. And it was from here I then, I actually met my now husband, Grant, who I moved mm -hmm. to Sydney for. Um, and it was a big decision to make because I obviously had built a, a, a huge um, reputation for myself in Tasmania and I was well known for my nail technology and my beauty um, that I did in Tassie and made the move to Sydney where I sort of managed a day spa here in Mossman. And from there, I had a business consultant that would come in and visit us regularly um, and obviously offer in-centre training and different business tips on how to grow our business. And it was there that I sort of seen that maybe this is something that I want to do next in my career. Um, and I actually had was I had contacts. It was our, our actual rep at the time, our business consultant at the time, that had informed me that there was a position available at um, at Dermalogica, and I applied for the position, and luckily enough was accepted. Uh, it was there that I started as our business consultant for Dermalogica, and I think within one year, I think it was, I then moved into being the manager for the state. Um, of New South Wales and ACT. And it was very different back then, but it was something that I really enjoyed. And it's here that I started to understand that I really enjoyed coaching, um, as I mentioned before, coaching others to be the best that they could be, to look at their assets and look at what they were, what their strengths were, and to help build my staff, I guess you could say, to excel in what they do. And from there, I moved into the national sales role, 
probably, I think that was about five years in. And then I was in the national sales role then for another, I think it was five, six years before moving into this role now as general manager for Australia. But I guess my biggest thing about the industry is I'm a true skin therapist. I'm extremely passionate about our industry. And what drove me to want to work for Dermalogica as a brand in the beginning was that I do believe that Jane Werwin, back in 1983, with her vision of changing our industry from this pink, fluffy, fragranted product industry that we were in, where we were perceived to be this pampering luxury industry, um, and her vision to, to uplift the skill set of the therapists in our industry and help them to you know, be well regarded and see our industry as a successful um, professional industry that it is today was what drove me to want to be a part of the brand because I do think we have a strong network of successful business uh, entrepreneurs in our industry and I just wanted the opportunity to help shine a light on those um, every day in what I do. And so that's a big part of my journey in Dermalogica and what I've tried to do um, here and what I'll continue to do now as the general manager. Mm, that's amazing. It's so good. Dermalogica is uh, very, very lucky to have you. Obviously, you are very, very passionate of the brand. And in my first podcast, I did mentioned quite a lot about my own journey with Dermalogica and just the impact that Jane and her vision had on me as well as a person and meeting her in person. I said that she gave me shivers up my spine just because, you know, who she is as a person just shines through with what her values are within the company. And it's a really incredible team culture that she's built throughout her years. And yeah, having you on board now as general manager, I know that the whole company is going to see incredible, um, impactful changes throughout Australia and whoever else you can touch, Christy. So congratulations on the, the new appointed role. Thanks, Angela. Hopefully there's a big task ahead of me, but I, I'm truly passionate about our industry and I think it's come a long way. If we look at where it was back in the 80s and it was really that fluffy industry and we definitely, you know, it's a sought after industry to be a part of nowadays. And the contacts that I have on a regular basis and the businesses that I've seen evolve in our industry over the time. And there's so many, you know, entrepreneurs that now want to be a part of this business. And I think it's a credit to, to where it's come over the last, you know, a few years. So it's exciting. Mm, yeah. I'm excited to see what the future holds for our industry. That's amazing. So, you know, you are on the top of the ladder now within the company, but through the whole journey that you've had um, and speaking with the business consultants firsthand, I'm sure that they share a lot of the stories that the business owners have hurdles with that they're looking at um, overcoming constantly within their businesses. So what do you see continually popping up that you feel like you want to make a, um, a difference with within your role? Well, I think one of the biggest hurdles I hear continuously when I'm out visiting even, because as I say, I still go out and visit all of our clients as much as I can, and it's constant staff. Staff is one of the biggest hurdles. And I think that, you know, we went through an era of um, trade being something that when, um, you know, when people would leave 
college, they would then look into investing into a career in like either building or hairdressing or beauty or whatever it might be. And then we've seen a flip in that and people going more to these sort of university degrees. So we've seen a bit of a shortage in um, in the beauty industry. And then we recently had some changes um, through the vet fee help, which has impacted our colleges again, um, which has reduced the number. Uh, by last year, it was like 50% less students on the year before that were coming through um, completing beauty therapy diplomas. So one of the things that we're really working on here at Dermalogica is we're trying to work, we already have 80 colleges on board, but we're trying to work as close as we can with these colleges on trying to engage more and more um, people to want to be a part of the beauty industry, um, whether it's through Diploma of Beauty Therapy or Dermal Science or whatever it might be, but to try and help resolve this staffing issue of the future. We've also mm. um, offered um, our Dermalogica DNA classes to those students once they completed um, classes. Um, because one of the hurdles that we had, and Angela, you probably remember it when you were with us, is that um, when the students finish college, then they come and they start working for a Dermalogica stockist, they still have to then go off and do four days of training before they can actually start working with the brand. So now we've offered them this training to attend as soon as they finish college. And so then it makes them more employable when they're out in the workforce. Mm. That's great. That's so good because I have come up pretty much on nearly every single podcast that I've recorded that staffing <laughs> is one of the biggest hurdles. So um, it's really good to hear from your side of things, what types of solutions you're providing um, as well. And I know that I've got a lot of dermalogical stockist um, listeners as well, but if anyone is interested in, in bringing on Dermalogica as a brand within their business, you just know that they're completely committed to education and for a college student coming out and doing something like that, it's not just learning about a product and what it will do for the skin. You go deep into the aging process, pigmentation and things that just aren't, you know, so um, involved in college because there's so many things to learn in such a short period of time. So yeah. it's um, really amazing the dedication that Dermalogica has to educating their um the staff to yeah be really really good within their job roles as well and confident when it comes to prescribing skincare yeah exactly mm. and helping them to see that this is their it's their trade it's their future it's their career do you know what i mean so we're here to help them to advance themselves because education really is key and it's how we started an mm. education company, as you know. So we're very passionate about training our therapists out there to make sure that they're the best that they can be. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Now, what are two top important tips for the aspired beauty boss listener to learn from when starting their own business? So I thought about this one and I thought about, you know, I have... I probably didn't mention at the start, but I did have my own business for a little while when I went and did a stint back home in Tassie. Um, and I guess one of the biggest things that I would say is don't be afraid to take risks. I think we often sometimes, you know, see some risks and we think, oh, that sounds like a really good idea and I think I might be successful in it, but we don't take that step because we're afraid that we will fail. And mm. you've got to take those risks. 
you've got to get out of your comfort zone because it's when you're out of your comfort zone and you challenge yourself is when new things start to happen for you and your business and success starts to will, will continue on in your business. You'll always have your foundations, what made you, you know, what builds your business and what continues to make you um, successful in business. But as soon as you start to feel yourself getting complacent and comfortable, it's so important to challenge yourself to take the next step and the next risk. And the other thing I would say is it's so important being an education based company is to make sure that you're staying in tune with what's happening in our industry, the changes that are evolving in our industry, and also listen to what your clients, you know, what they might be seeing, because we can hear things that are happening in our industry and it's very important to keep up to speed with that so that we're continually advancing our clients. But then what are our clients hearing? You know, what's in the, the local magazines, what's in the, you know, the, I guess you say the, the gossip magazines that are trending at the time that possibly your clients could be coming in and asking you about because you want to be mm -hmm. at the front of that and you want to be the knowledgeable one because you're the expert that they're coming to to seek um, these answers for. So yeah. I guess they're yeah, absolutely. the two biggest tips to <laughs> to staying successful and um, to be important when you're owner of a business. Yeah, starting out and, you know, with the whole social media world as well, like things, you think that you've got one thing down packed and then it changes on you as well. So it's, um, it's really important to have people surrounding you and, you know, that's why I guess I've built Beauty Business Co and have my community of um, beauty bosses that I'm building as well so that we can, you know, all just throw things off of each other. It's not about competing. It's more about community building and so that, you know, if something does change and that we need a quick answer to or we need some help in finding out the answer that there's there's going to be something there that we can help you with because if one person's having that issue, I can guarantee a lot of other people are having it as yeah. well. And, and even going back to my days on the road, you know, when um, kind of the machinery trend was just coming out and it was like, okay, everyone's starting to talk about um, what types of machinery can we use with Dermalogica skincare products? And we didn't have any machinery to sell them, but some other companies did. Yeah. But we still needed to be empowered with that knowledge. And, you know, then obviously Dermalogica took on that um, constant concern that the stockists were coming up with. And now you've partnered with an incredible company and you do a lot of education with machinery. So it's, yeah, it's all a continual um yeah, change learning process along the way as well. It's very important to stay up with all of the date, up-to-date stuff. It is, and mm. I think, you know, um, as you say, back to your point before, when we were chatting, Angela, about when you're in business on your own, sometimes it can be lonely when you don't have people around you to, to be having these conversations with on a day-to-day -day basis. So, as you say, joining things like um, the Beauty Boss and having those connections and those networks so that you can speak to people in the industry that may come across the same issues that you're ha or the struggles that you're having at the moment because a lot of the time you're not alone and also reaching out to mm -hmm. your product brand because your product brand I know especially for us at Dermalogica we always look to what is happening in the industry what might be an issue coming up for our stockers and how can we help them overcome it before it actually becomes a big problem for them in their business so we're kind of setting them mm -hmm. up so that they don't fail if that makes sense yeah, absolutely. 
That's great. Now, I'd love for you to share three apps that you just can't live without. <laughs> Do you know, I had a laugh at this one. I thought I'm probably not the most trendiest with apps, but Snapchat is something that I love because it helps me stay in touch with my family and friends with, you know, all the pictures and just the little comments that my sister mainly posts on a daily basis about my nieces and nephews. <laughs> The other one, which is really important to me, because as I start to move up, I have so many things pending in my day, it's impossible to remember everything. So passwords get forgotten and LastPass has been the saviour for me. So all of my, everything is kept in LastPass and I just have the one password to remember now. So that's perfect. And the third one is actually my Dermalogica face mapping app. So you probably think, okay, why would you need that as one of your must go to sort of apps? But I don't know about yourself, Angela, but being in the beauty industry and being a skincare therapist, whenever I'm at a family function or a barbecue or wherever it may be, I'm constantly getting family and friends coming up to me and asking me about their skin and what do I recommend and look at this on my face right now, what product do you think I could use for that? So I actually pull out my face mapping app, which is something that we've only just recently produced. And I take them through the journey on that. So they feel a part of it. It does before and after pictures. And yeah, it's just been a really great tool for, uh, for me at those parties and barbecues on the weekends. That's so great. Oh, I'm so glad that Dermalogica invented that because it is a question that comes up all the time. Is, and what a great tool for <laughs> the skin therapist to have on hand as well. It is a really, we have a professional version and a, and a light one for our customers, but it, it does save me yeah. at those barbecues because you can get into really long conversations about each person's skin. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something oh, and I love LastPass. <laughs> What's that? All, all therapists can have, yeah. yeah. I um, have just downloaded LastPass as well. Um, I need to have that. I haven't figured it out yet of how I work it, but I was told um, by my web developer actually that I need to get LastPass because oh. I've got so many things with two businesses on the go now. So I definitely, yeah. and my husband's helping me in little bits too. And he's like, Angela, you need a notebook with all of your passwords. <laughs> Well, it saves you too because it actually generates the passwords for you. So with, you know, how scary it is these days with, um, you know, being hacked and all sorts of things, at least these particular passwords that it generates, it's in, it's kind of, it's one of the safest um, vaults in the market at the moment or out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get on to it. I recommend that Now, what's... Um, Thank you. Thanks for sharing. What's one thing you are constantly searching for when it comes to support in what you do daily? You're a mum boss as well. <laughs> Let's not forget that you've got little Piper running around as well and um, you're just doing incredible things. So in work and life balance, share what you think will support you. Well, I think that's the, that is the thing when it comes to, you know, I think being as women in business as well, we can be particularly hard on ourselves. I think mother guilt kicks in a lot of the time. Um, but you really do, it's important to build a strong support network around you. Um, I think that, you know, for me, I live here in Sydney with my husband. We don't really have a lot of family support around us. Um, my family live in Tasmania. 
Um, so therefore it is just, I have a, a strong network of family, uh, sorry, of friends around Sydney. I have nannies that I can call on whenever I need to support me because we all know our little two, she's two years old and they get sick quite regularly. So you do need that um, support network um, to make sure that you continue to be able to be the best that you can be. And one of the things mm -hmm. from a business point of view, when I'm doing my day-to-day -day work, I guess what there's a lot of things that we can do in our industry that is intuition. Um, and I think we can sense a lot being in the industry that we're in, the health and wellness industry, you know, we get a, a strong feeling about certain directions and, and views that we can take on things. Um, and now with, you know, now that we have a partnership and Unilever have come on board um, to support us in our journey forward, we have had a lot of access to um, statistics and data research and things that have really helped to back decisions that we're making and to confirm that things are the right way forward or something is the way that we felt it might have been. Um, so that is really important too, I think, in from a business perspective. Mm, that's great, thank you. And do you have any specific routines that you stick to to set your day up for success? Do you know, I laugh. I am a very organised person and my husband will tell you that. It drives him crazy. Um, I have a particular routine that I follow every morning and every night and everything goes how it should go most of the time. Um, but one of the things that I stick to every single day is that I don't hold on to the past. I start afresh every single day because I kind of see that I can't change what's been done. All I can do is look to what I can do today and tomorrow to make things move more smoothly or flow better the next day. Um, so it's probably something that I, and it's both personal and business I've always done, is that I just start afresh every single day. Hmm. Do you journal with your thoughts to get them sort of out on paper or anything to I do I do journal so I tend to journal every night so I write things down mm. that's part of one of my rituals is I write things down the things that have come up into my head I also write down thoughts and ideas that I might have on you know I might have this random thought that isn't relevant to to anything that's happening in my life at the time but in you know six months time or 12 months time that might it might become helpful for me. So I, I do read back on my notes. Sometimes I have a laugh at myself because I think, geez, I must be having a bad day that day. Um, but other times, you know, it is quite helpful to see that. And, and also too, you know, some things, it just depends on what's happening in your life at the time to what can be overwhelming for you. So it is a matter of bringing yourself back. So I do have a, a time where I sort of I really analyze all my thoughts and I think about, you know, as a thought comes in, I analyze it, I process it, think about why I might be having that thought or, you know, what I could do with it, how I could use it for the future. And then I move forward. I don't sort of sit and procrastinate on it, if that makes sense. Mm, I love that. That's great. We can all take a little pointer from that side of things because <laughs> procrastination can come up every single day, but I, I really do believe like just either if it's um, typing it out or writing it down can really, really help you move past what could be blocking you from moving forward. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And that's the thing, sometimes just writing um, it down, getting it out of your head is enough for you to be able to move past it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Now we'll move on to some rapid fire questions. What is the best book you've ever read? So the best book I've ever read, and it's probably because I've read it more recently, is actually Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. 
have not. It's a good one. It's actually about um, the evolution of women and over time and how we've progressed in the workplace to have equal rights, but we're not quite there yet. And we've kind of taken a bit of a slow, steep back, a, a bit of a backwards turn. But yeah, it's mm. a good one. Well, that'll be and very quite suited to where you're at in your field at the moment as well. Like you, you probably gained so much to share with others with that book. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. I'll lean. I'll um. I was going to say I'll lean in on that <laughs> in the comments. I'll leave those that in the comments as well, so people can have a look and see if it's on Amazon or something. Now, who is someone that you would love to meet in person? There's actually two I'd really be interested to meet in person, and that is Richard Branson and Elon Musk. I think that they are just different. And I know Richard Branson himself, he's taken a lot of risks and had a lot of failures. So I'd love to learn more about that. Um, mm. And then Elon Musk, um, a similar thing. He's just had a very different view on the way of uh, the world. And he's just... His ideas are very out there, but he believes that they will happen and he finds a way to move forward and make them happen. Well, you're in charge now. Maybe you can get um, Richard to let the next <laughs> Dermalogica Symposium be on his island. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'll come to that one. <laughs> um, now, what's one thing you have procrastinated about this week? You know, I had a little giggle at this one because I have been procrastinating about putting together my presentation for our staff meeting that we're having this afternoon at four o'clock. I think because I take <laughs> it so um, seriously to to make sure that the content is relevant and, and going to motivate the team to move forward for the next month that sometimes I find I procrastinate quite a bit over that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And um, what is something that you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail? Well, this is a little bit off the beauty industry, very way off, but I would love to own my own winery. Oh, I just lovely. have no idea how to even produce wine, but I, that would be my <laughs> retirement plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So maybe a, a retirement plan back to Tassie. Yes. To have some beautiful places there. Exactly. <laughs> and if you were stranded on a deserted island with no Wi-Fi, what's one thing you wish you had with you? Well, I actually had, I cheated. I had two things because I thought I couldn't go without my beautiful daughter, Piper, because she would keep me entertained and my skin smoothing cream because I think I'd desperately need that if I was stranded. Yeah, totally. All the salt water, you'd be feeling a bit tight. Exactly. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> well, that's the end of our rapid fire. I'd love for you to tell the listeners what's next for you, what's in the works with, Dermalogica with um, what maybe you're doing within um, the industry for the beauty business owners. Um, let us know where we can maybe um, check out Dermalogica to bring a little bit more awareness um, back to the, the industry as well for them to go and find out a bit more info. Sure. Well, I think the the biggest driver for us now moving forward and what we sort of see is the future is where we're coming, as you mentioned before, into a digital era where, where everything is sort of always on, I guess you could say. So one of the things that we've noticed in our industry is that, you know, we take a little bit to adapt to this always on philosophy because it's a bit daunting to think that, you know, we have to 
you know, we can kind of get taken away with it and think, oh, well, does that mean I have to be responsive 24-7? But all it kind of means is that we need to have the businesses exposed to your customers and your clients even when your doors are closed. So we are, um, as I say, doing a lot of work at the moment, looking at different um, vendors and things that can help to support our businesses out there to make sure that they have a presence to their clients when their doors are closed so that they're not missing out on those opportunities and those potential new clients. One of the recent statistics that we had was that um, the prime time for a, uh, for a mum or a female to be online is at 8pm at night on a Sunday. So that means that when they're starting up, and it kind of makes sense to me because as a mum myself, I think, oh yeah, that's when I would go online to start to set up my week for the next week. Um, and it's when they start to search, you know, where can they get their hair done for that week? Or, you know, they might have a function on during the week. Where can they get their nails done? So if you don't, if you're not visible to them at that time when they're searching, then they'll just move to the next person. So we're spending a lot of time making sure that we are helping our customers, which is our professional skin therapists, be successful in that space. Um, we mm. also have a lot of like, um, gimmicky things like these new widgets and things that we're introducing with our new product launches to engage their clients um, when they might be in waiting, you know, waiting for treatments and things like that. So they're getting that interaction with that client before they come in and have their treatment. But it's pretty exciting times yeah. ahead um, and we hope to, to bring our, our clients forward with us for the future. Yeah, fantastic. That's good. And um, so if there was a beauty business owner listening that would be interested in stocking Dermalogica. Where would they go to inquire? Sure, you can uh, you can go to our Dermalogica website. Um, so on our Dermalogica website, we do have an inquiries page there um, that you can send in your information. Um, or you can go to our customer service team if you um, send your inquiries through to orders at dermalogica.com.au um, and you can send through a request to them and they will pass on your information to our lovely team here in head office. Excellent. That's good. I'll leave the links to all of that information in the show notes as well. No Thank problem. you very much. Now, at the end of the show, we normally like to do a little giveaway to our listeners. Um, you know, it means so much to me that everyone's tuning into the show and the, the, the more I get out there with my message of empowerment and offering value and um, inspiring others to believe that they can also achieve the beauty business of their dreams if they set their mind to it. It means the world and having you on today has means so much to me because it just it you know, brings back a connection that we've had in the past and it's I've, I've learned so much from you along my journey and if, if you can share something with my listeners then it's going to be um yeah very very much appreciated as well thank you um so would you like to offer anything to our listeners christy well we do have our most successful new launch product which is our sound sleep cocoon and I know sleep for those out there that have children even if you don't have children and you have busy businesses that you're running um, it is hard to get a good night's sleep so we have released a new product called sound sleep cocoon so I'm happy Angela to give um, four, uh, four of these away to um, to your listeners um, 
if they were to, to, to reach out to us today? Yes, beautiful. Thank you. That's lovely. So um, I'll leave all the information on how you can win in the comments of the show notes and when I post the podcast through the social media channels as well. But thank you so much again, Christy, for your time. I know you're a very busy woman and say hi to all the team from me. I will, Angela. Thank you so much. It was great having a chat with you and I hope that we've given some valuable information to your listeners. And as I say, I'm always here. Um, if anyone wants to reach out to me personally, I'm happy to on kmilgate at dermalogica.com answer any queries. Thank you. Thanks so much, Christy. Have a good day. Thanks, Angela. Bye. Bye.